0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Inklings with Irina, the weekly energy show connecting you to your intuitive guidance system. And today I want to talk about how to turn rock bottom into rockin' times. If we haven't met, my name is Irina Miller, and I'm an intuitive energy guide, spiritual life coach, and energy alchemist, and I have been guiding visionary empaths for over two decades. It is a joy of mine to help these incredible visionaries and entrepreneurs and executives learn how to... To interpret and read their gut instincts, how to take action on them so that they save themselves from heartache, heartbreak, loss of money, loss of time, going down the wrong path. It is a true joy of mine and I'm constantly, constantly learning and living it myself. So one of the things that I've noticed about empaths, these big-hearted, loving, loving, loving people, Is that they give a lot they give a lot of their time and of their energy so I want to paint a little picture for you about what I mean with hitting rock bottom and how these little feelings might be popping up these little nudges and inkling to kind of catch attention but can easily go missed So just imagine an incredible, excited entrepreneur who has a vision to make the world better. They have this incredible service that they want to bring out. They've been working and sharing it with people locally, and they know the time is to bring it virtual. And they bring everything online, and as they're meeting people and scheduling coffee dates, they fill up their calendar, and they start to feel a little bit stretched thin and then they start to notice, wow, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit extra tired. And then they start to feel right at that edge of burnout and overwhelm when they start to realize that they're giving so much and they're not quite getting the same in return. They're hoping and they're wishing for it. Maybe they're even saying, you know, I really could use support here or I could use help. These are independent, you know, this person that I'm painting the picture of is an independent, vibrant spirit. They like to do things themselves, but at times they realize they need help and support too. But when they ask, it seems to fall on deaf ears. And so they tend to just give more and more. And when these little nudges and inklings come up, what happens is at that point, this beautiful visionary empath is exhausted and yet there's still so much to do. So they keep their head down, they keep on going and a little feeling comes up, hey, check your email. And it's like, oh, I'm so tired. If I check my email, I might see a message, you know, from a friend asking for another, you know, set of hands to help volunteer. And I'm just already overcommitted. And if I see it, I'll have to say yes. And so then this avoidance starts to happen. And then the feelings get a little bit more intense. It's like they get a little louder. It's just like, oh, I don't have time for that. And our stomach starts to kind of get upside down and Empaths, what they tend to do is either go for that comfort food, and the comfort food, the extra padding, can drown out and desensitize those frequency patterns, those wavelengths, so we don't fuel them quite as much. But it also is a way of us trying to refuel ourselves because we're so tired. So, what I invite you to do when you know you might find a moment yourself, or if you have a friend who's experiencing that burnout or they're on the edge. It feels like they're going to hit rock bottom. One of the very first things to do, I want to share this little acronym of rock with you. I love the acronyms because it's an easy way to remember. With rock, so we turn our rock bottom into rock and times. The first letter, R, represents rest. Give yourself That moment, or encourage your friend to step away from the chaos. It reminds me of the old bubble bath commercial Calgon, take me away. Let me know if you ever saw that commercial, if you remember it. That was a funny one. But we do, we crave that rest and that visionary empath that I was talking about they'll keep going and going and going until they can't. You know, it's kind of like the old Monty Python um, movie where it's like, it's only a flesh wound. I can keep hopping around. I see that as like the typical empath. They just have such big feelings. Because here's the other thing I want to invite you to offer yourself grace um, and offer your friends grace who are in this situation. Because many times empaths give and give and give because it does feel good when other people are happy and joyful we experience those feelings as empaths. It feels good to be around happy people. So why wouldn't we want to make people happy? Hello. We don't want to make people pissed off and angry. That doesn't feel good. So that first R, rest means remove yourself from the fray of things. Step back and give yourself time to rethink, revisit, reevaluate what you're doing, where you're going, where you're investing time and energy. And in that rest, what starts to happen is we move into the O of rock. We start to open. We start to all of a sudden pick up on our feelings again because we have rest. We've taken the time to be our own best friend instead of, you know, being so sad that it's like, oh my gosh, I'm always there, you know, for someone else. And when I need help, it's like, where, where are my friends? What happened? In that moment, you might discover that there were friends who were right there on the edges. I had a client once, um, really beautiful, vibrant, independent spirit. And she was very sad because she said, you know, I'm always there for my friends offering help, but nobody ever just offers. Like if she asked, they would come, yes. But nobody just notices that she's struggling and says, oh my gosh, let me offer a helping hand. But the reason they don't is because she's so independent. They don't realize that she needs help. Her way of kind of showing that." it doesn't really come across because she's fiercely independent and so strong. So when you start to rest and you start to open up, all of a sudden you can see the signs around you. In that moment, I really encourage my clients, my students to utilize sacred practices, to feed their spirit, to reconnect because in that openness, what we're doing is we're saying, I'm not going to harden my heart so much because I've been hurt, because I'm, I'm, either burned out or I'm sad because no one's been there for me. You're stepping up there to be there for yourself. You're resting and giving yourself love and nourishment. You're building into your faith that you're not alone. There are angels to connect to, universal energy, and earth angel friends right around the block. And practices like mantras with the mala beads are wonderful. Or sitting in a meditation. Sometimes it has to be a moving meditation if it's a really big feeling and it's just, ooh, hard to sit with it. But here's the thing as soon as you shine a light on that feeling, which happens in the rest and openness part of this, it's like it takes the power away from it. Um, growing up, I went to a Baptist church and they, would use, they used to say, name it to claim it. It's kind of like, you know, don't let it rule your life, this fear or this worry. Name it and you claim it and you take the power away from it and it dissolves the energy. The C is contemplation. So once these revelations start to happen, it's in that quietness, that moment where we're open, where maybe we're vulnerable. That's why safe, sacred space for this is important. That's part of the rest, creating that safe space for you to process. That's why you kind of get away from the groups. But in that safe space, there's contemplation time, like, wow, you know, why did I miss that little inkling or nudge or feeling? And you start to realize, oh, you know, I was really exhausted and I just, I just couldn't give anymore. I didn't even have the energy to get up off the couch and, you know, turn off the lights or put away the food from dinner. There's this feeling of just being depleted. So in the contemplation time, there's that opportunity to revisit and kind of reprioritize where energy is being spent. And then the final letter K, I have it as kickoff. Um, I chose that, I brought that through for a couple different reasons. One is, you know, I think of uh, Footloose, you know, kick off the Sunday blues, <laughs> Or I, I should have looked up the lyrics before I came on, but it's kind of like kick off your shoes, like kick off the seriousness of it. Don't beat yourself up for what's happened in the past, because that's going to flavor and mar the future going forward. I had an incredible teacher, and she would see me taking things so seriously when I did my energy work, and she'd tap me right here, <laughs> where you get those wrinkles from frowning and thinking too much, like, stop it, <laughs> I'd be in meditation, frowning probably, she'd over stop it and she said you know imagine there's an eject button there and eject the tape that's playing in your head that inner mean girl of saying I can't believe you did that look at all the money you wasted look at all the time you wasted everything you know was a failure because of this if you would only listen to that little inkling if you'd only take an action then if you only made a difference oh to hell with that <laughs> Hit the little eject button and turn that rock bottom experience into rocking times. You know, kick off those shoes, get up and start dancing or moving or kick off to the new idea. Take that action plan that came from the contemplation and move forward after having digested what just happened. We're not trying to gloss it over. We're not trying to shine it up. We're just trying to say, man, this sucks. Let me sit with it. Let me know that I'm not sitting with it alone. Let me connect and be open to my angels and guides. And then I can kick off something new and really exciting. So I'm so, so glad that you're all here. And, you know, um, know that there's so much love out there to be had. And, um, you know, it's a song that's coming to mind um, that let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me you know, let there be love on earth and let it begin with me. And that means love on yourself. Don't wait for the white knight. Don't wait for the friend or the other supportive people to come and, and, and boost you up. They're there and you'll be open to see it once you love yourself because you have to love yourself first before you can receive it. If you don't love yourself, you can't receive the gifts that are being offered because you don't feel valuable or worthy enough. So, Love on yourself. Offer yourself grace in this moment and things, they do get better. So thank you, thank you. Good morning, Janie, great to have you. Erin, fantastic. Oh, Bev, so great to see you all. Kisses to all of you. And Juana, hello, hello. So great to have you all the way from Hawaii. Oh my gosh know that I'm thinking of all of you and sending you so much love. I love to have this time with you. Continue the conversation with me by clicking the link above. There's all sorts of exciting adventures coming up and I'll catch y'all on the flip side. Lots of love guys. Bye.